One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I am Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. And oh, baby, I know you are all ready for part two. I am mm -hmm. ready for part two. All of your comments on social media were <laughs> vicious and, uh, and justifiably yes. vis vicious. Yes, this yes. is a cruel, cruel story to be kept hanging. If you didn't listen to part one of Gannon, what's his last name? Stouch. Gannon Stouch story, the horrifying Gannon Stouch story. Mm. Go back to the previous episode, catch up, because Sadie's going to tell us the rest of this god-awful tale. So, yeah, it just gets weirder. Everybody take a deep breath, get some water, get some snacks. It's going to be stretch. a Do yeah, some stretch out, take some magnesium. Tell us everything, Sadie. I will tell you everything. So like Courtney said, if you haven't already listened to part one of the case, please go back and listen to episode 185, part one of Gannon Stouch. So when we left off last week, Gannon's remains had just been found in Florida and his stepmother, Letitia Stouch, had been arrested and charged with his murder. Gannon's fully clothed body had been wrapped in blankets and was then put inside a large suitcase. Letitia then drove the suitcase more than 1,500 miles to Florida with her daughter. Her 17-year-old daughter was with her on this road trip and then threw it over the side of a bridge. I, I can't shake. My head's going to shake off of my neck. Yes. That is psychotic. That is psychotic. Mm-hmm. She had him with her the whole time. Yes. Ugh. When the medical examiner performed the autopsy, they found that Gannon was stabbed at least 18 times. Oh, my holy God. In the chest and back. He clearly fought Letitia and had multiple defensive wounds on his hands and arms. Mm -mm. He also suffered multiple blunt force injuries to his head and had been shot once through his jaw. What? Oh. Yeah. Uh. I don't think I've ever heard of that much brutality. Honest no, to God. To an 11-year-old. Honest to God. Oh, my God. That she has been with for years. She just kept murdering him and murdering him. Yes. Oh, no. Holy God. Wow. Yep. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just so upsetting. Yeah. So upsetting. Mm -mm. It's really hard to believe the horrors that poor child faced the day he was murdered. Like it. Yeah. I can't. No. Nope. A toxicology report showed that Gannon had Tylenol and hydrocodone in his system at his time of death. Oh, my God. Al would later tell police that he had a prescription for Vicodin for a hand injury, but insisted his kids didn't know it was in the house. Letitia did know, however, that Al had the painkillers, and police believed she gave it to him before he was killed. So she poisoned him, stabbed him, shot him, and beat him to death. Yeah, they think that they she tried multiple ways, mm. and like Burton possibly started the fire. Oh my god! And that didn't catch, or you know, I think she tried yep. different ways to kill this poor Ugh. child. And when it didn't work, she just went full hog wild. And you've got to wonder if he knew leading up to it, if she was just like holding him down in the bathtub or seriously, you know, yeah, like he's, he did there. We didn't, I didn't really get into it, but there were a lot of texts between him and his dad. Like his dad would check in with him in the morning and at night. And sometimes Gannon would respond. And sometimes Al was wondering if it was maybe Letitia responding as Gannon, Mm. but it, so there were ways for Gannon to potentially tell his dad that weird shit was happening if it was. But then again, it's like, I can only imagine as an adult being in a situation like this Mm -hmm. with like this person that you know and you've known for years and she's maybe always been whatever like weird or mean but like to then for this shift to happen which it really does seem like in some ways this wasn't something that you could see coming yeah. You know, as far as like from the outside, but yeah, like I don't know. I I just wonder, like how much, how yeah, like yeah. how much did he suffer mentally and emotionally? Was he afraid leading up, leading to, up to it? Had he did he have any idea? Yeah, did you he know, just think that's what adults do? Right, he's eleven, and she's always been kind of mm. weird, and probably he doesn't always trust her, and he seemed like the kind of kid that would do what he could to make people happy. And I'm, I'm assuming some of this, I don't really know, but I can. And when I put myself in his shoes at eleven, and shit feels so weird anyway. Yeah, it also brings up like a correlation between the movie M. Night Shyamalan movie with the grandparents. Yeah, the visit. What is yes. the visit? Yeah, it's sort of like that where they're getting they get there and they're like, oh my God. It, but it takes mm-hmm. some time to like realize just how much danger they're in. And for Ganon or was it just like out of nowhere and all of a sudden she's attacking him? Either way, it's horrifying. And yeah. she is a monster for yeah. what she did to this child. No doubt about it. If you remember, Gannon's remains were found on March 17th, 2020, and by this time, much of the United States was heading into months of lockdown for COVID-19. Forgot about the COVID detail. This would slow the process for both investigators and the courts as they dealt with a public health emergency, but it didn't stop detectives from continuing their investigation and digging up more evidence against Letitia. Not that they needed more. Mm-hmm. So after Gannon was found, Letitia faced more charges, including tampering with a deceased human body and tampering with physical evidence. Letitia pleaded not guilty to all charges. <laughs> L-O-L. Good luck with right? that, Letitia. When Letitia's half-brother learned that Gannon was found inside a large green suitcase, he called police to tell them he unknowingly watched her put that suitcase mm-hmm. inside the budget van as she packed to move to South Carolina. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He would later testify that on February 1st, 2020, 
He had gone to the Stouch residence to help Letitia. As he carried boxes to the van, he noticed that Letitia was struggling with the suitcase. Oh, my God. He said something, quote, didn't feel right about the worn green suitcase, and it was clearly much heavier than all the other boxes and luggage they had moved that day. Oh, my God. He offered to help, but Letitia refused, telling him she could manage. She also told him that it was, quote, full of softball stuff. And that's why it was so heavy. Just the audacity, too, to bring this suitcase full of this baby's remains out in the open, in the daylight, in front of people. Yes. (sighs) Yes. Clearly heavy. Yeah. Dead weight. Like, and I don't blame her brother, but it's also sort of like... Yeah. I don't know. Like watching that happen and being like, hmm, we're missing a child who would fit in that suitcase. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't want to believe it either. No. And a lot of people would have opened it up to say, let's take something out of here. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, this is a silly amount of weight. Yeah. It doesn't that heavy. Or see something lying that fell out of a box, open up that suitcase to put it in. I mean, there's just Mm -hmm. endless reasons that somebody would have opened that suitcase in broad daylight. Oh my God. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh man. I can't pass out for real. I know. I think Letitia's mom was there with them (sighs) also helping. It's just like, and for them to be like, yo, your stepson is missing. Why are you moving to South Carolina? You psycho. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So when he was shown pictures of the suitcase that held Gannon's remains, Dakota told police it was definitely the same one he saw Letitia load into her rental van. So soon after Letitia's arrest, her arrest affidavit was leaked to social media by a paralegal working on her case. Hmm. Bad news, dude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure that's not what paralegals should do. No, but... (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, I guess I'm going down on this ship because everyone right. needs to know this so lady crazy. sucks. Yeah. This caused even more of a media frenzy as the details of the investigation up to that point were leaked well before trial. Mm. Letitia's public defenders tried to get her released on bond because of COVID, but this request was denied. So it seemed like Letitia took her release into her own hands <laughs> and was charged two weeks later on June 4th for trying to escape from jail. Of course, I mean, Sadie, come on. The woman, like, <laughs> I know. she is a wild animal, man. She is, she just like, is a wild animal. Ugh. She really is. Like, like, yes. Trying to wash a cat, you know, I guess that's the image that comes to mind. Yes. I just dropped my kids off with a friend of mine and they have like a little Maltese dog yeah. and he got a haircut that she did on her own. And, you know, it's hard to groom dogs. I sure don't try to groom my own, Absolutely but that's not. what I picture. Like it's this little white dog with like tufts of hair everywhere. Like that's Letitia in my mind, just like crazy. And his eyes are all buggy and his tongue sticking out. Like that's Letitia. No, I picture you find a cat in the ditch and the cat mm-hmm. is covered in mange and fleas and you got to wash it and it's just ditch cat is not going to like to get washed (laughs) ditch cat no Letitia is a total ditch cat cat. scratching at your arms and clawing at your chest and climbing up your she really is that uh, video of the anchorman who's like here's our cat of the week stitches or whatever and everyone (laughs) this is an adoptable cat of the week do you know what I'm talking about and stitches is on a little leash and then his name's not stitches but 
And Stitches just starts like climbing his body, like wrapping around the news anchor with the leash and then climbing his entire body yes. up him. And just like yes. fully That's clawed onto his, the guy's Letitia. neck. That's Letitia. Yes. Yes. Letitia You're right. is the adoptable cat of the week. She really is, but like not adoptable. <laughs> no, but just wrapping uh-huh. you in a leash yes. and claws. Yes. Like she's well, it gets even better if you can believe it. But yeah, oh my God. she totally is. Oh my God. Yeah. So authorities found evidence that Letitia had measured herself to see if she would fit through a window and then managed to get a broom, which she planned to use to break out the glass so that she could escape. And this wasn't even her first attempt. So after being extradited from South Carolina, Letitia attacked one of the police deputies driving her back to Colorado. As they drove down I-75 going through Kansas, going 75 miles an hour, Letitia managed to wriggle her hands out of her handcuffs that were attached to a belly band. And then once her hands were free, she managed to grab an unopened Monster Energy drink, which she used to hit one of the officers in the face with. What? And then opened her door and tried to jump out of a moving vehicle. Oh, MG. First of all... Who's leaving Monster Energies in the back of a police car? <laughs> I think Those it was a huge. van. Yeah, and I think Still. they said it was an unmarked van, so I don't know that there was any like partition or. So I think uh-huh. she was just in the back with handcuffs on, and they maybe had like a Monster Energy drink for them in the console or whatever. But she right. reached, across, grabbed it before they knew what was happening. Holy smashed one of the deputies man. in the face. Yeah, got a Bundy, Ted Bundy shit. Seriously, yeah. So this started a struggle between Letitia and the officer who claimed that Letitia was eyeing her weapon, her loaded gun, mm-hmm. the officers. And when the van was able to pull over, Letitia continued to fight with the two officers in charge uh, until they managed to get her back under control. Unbelievable. Hannibal yeah, Lecter. Um, yeah. Like Stitches total. the adoptable cat. Yes. This, <laughs> yes. All three. Right? Wow. Yeah. So when, when one officer... Also, okay, I'm so sorry. But no, that's Let's fine. just imagine she was your kid's teacher. Let's imagine that yes. she was your, good, your kid's teacher and then yes. you see body cam footage or whatever of her attacking two police officers with a monster energy on the side of the interstate. Yes. And being like... <sighs> yeah. Wow. I know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I I really trust teachers more than just about anybody. I really do. And I especially, I have to trust them with my kids Mm -hmm. to find out that one of them murdered an 11-year-old and then like just was. Four ways of murder. Right. Uh, And then did all of this Mm. other incredibly awful stuff. Like I... Mm -mm. It's just, you can't live in a world where that's true. Mm-mm. Oh, man, she just, Mm-mm. she blows my mind. So, let's see. When one officer told Letitia she would face another charge, she responded, quote, well, she shouldn't be doing me like this. <laughs> and when Letitia overheard the officer call into dispatch to report what happened, Letitia said, quote, I didn't try to escape. I opened the door to breathe. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Apparently, she'd been asking the deputies to turn on the air conditioning, but they had refused. And she told them, quote, the whole time you've been nothing but rude to me. Yeah. And so this happened before the bond hearing. 
So she beats up police officers, tries to escape, and then her public defenders have the audacity to ask for her to be released on bond. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the judge like, uh-huh, yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah, we're going to put her in, in, in jail, in jail. Yeah. Put her jail, in jail's jail, because jail, yeah. holy shit, total Hannibal Lecter. She's got to gotta strap her to a board. Right. So in January of 2021, so we're now a year past when Gannon was murdered, after two mental health evaluations, Letitia was found competent to stand trial. Wow. She then requested to represent herself, and the judge agreed. Of course she did. Yep. Luckily for all involved, Letitia couldn't keep her shit together, and after she failed more than once to use her allotted time for the jail library, she lost her library privileges, which meant she could no longer represent herself, and a public defender was assigned to her case instead. (laughs) As investigators and prosecutors prepared for trial, one of the biggest questions authorities still needed to answer was why. Mm -hmm. Why in the world would this seemingly normal, I use that lightly, because I don't, clearly she wasn't normal, but she seemed pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Why would this seemingly normal woman do something so heinous? Because she's selfish as fuck. Yes. Letitia was born in North Carolina on August 4th, 1983, which <laughs> shouldn't surprise me that she's younger than I am, mm-hmm. but it does. I just, yeah. in my Same. mind, she's like a million years old of awful. Yeah. Letitia's parents divorced when she was young, and Letitia grew up with her mom, stepdad, half-brother, and two half-sisters. According to her LinkedIn profile, after finishing high school, Letitia went to the University of North Carolina, Pembroke, where she earned a bachelor's degree in political science. She later obtained a master's degree in curriculum and instruction from Capella University in 2011. She then received a doctorate degree an education from Liberty Liberty University. Shut up. Yeah. And I don't know. I assume that this is true, but I do think she she definitely had at least a master's in education to be a teacher, but Unreal. So records show that Letitia was arrested in two thousand one, soon after she graduated high school, and quote, was found guilty of felony larceny, which which was reduced to a misdemeanor of unauthorized use of a vehicle. So I take this to mean that she stole a car. Yeah. I could find no details on what happened in this case, but she was sentenced to 45 days in jail, but was given credit for time served. She also served probation for 18 months and paid $1,000 in restitution. Hmm. That same year, she was also charged with, quote, communicating threats and simple assault. But those charges seemed to be dropped as part of her deal with prosecutors in the felony larceny case. Between 2001 and 2010, she only had minor traffic violations, but she was arrested again in 2010. By this time, she had graduated from Liberty University with her doctorate degree. She was newly married and charged with domestic violence and domestic abuse, but these charges were also eventually dropped. Mm -hmm. So soon after her arrest in 2010, she started working as a teacher in South Carolina She seemed to have a hard time keeping her teaching jobs and even left one position only two days into the school year without giving notice. In 2016, the year she and Al were married, Letitia quit another teaching job. This time, she sent an email to her administrator claiming that she was being bullied by school staff because the district superintendent was the uncle of Gannon's mother, Landon. Wow. 
Good Mm -hmm. lordy. The State Board of Education opened an investigation into these claims and found that there was no evidence of bullying or or harassment. They also found that Letitia had breached her contract by abandoning her post and that she had actually accepted two positions that school year, which was also a breach of contract. She wanted to move. It turns out that I think Al had to move out of South Carolina and she was making up excuses to abandon her contract so that she didn't have to deal with penalties or whatever. Right. And so instead was saying that she was getting harassed because she's a liar. I don't know if you know this, Courtney, but she's a liar. You mean that's all that's not true? I'm starting to feel sorry for her. (laughs) (laughs) The board ruled to suspend her teaching license for 180 days, but she was still certified to teach elementary school special education and secondary social studies in Colorado. Uh, So she just moved there and started teaching. Mm Mm-hmm. So after her arrest, Letitia claimed she was regularly physically and sexually abused as a child and that she struggled with the string of men her mother brought around after her parents divorced. At the time of Gannon's murder, Letitia had been seen a psychiatrist for anxiety, but as far as I know at the time, she hadn't been diagnosed with any other mental illness. In February 2022, so now over two years since Gannon was murdered, Letitia changed her plea from guilty to not guilty by reason of insanity. Hmm. Her defense team asked for additional time so she could be evaluated at the state mental hospital, and the judge granted the request, but it would take six months for that evaluation to be done. Finally, a hearing was held in August of 2022 to review the results of the competency test, and Letitia was found to be sane. Despite these findings, the defense asked for more time for a second evaluation and requested to use their own experts. The judge granted this request and the trial was put off again. Mm -hmm. Another six months would pass before the jury selection for Letitia's trial would finally begin in March of 2023. So two months ago. Two months ago. Just before jury selection, the defense team announced that their own experts had found Letitia insane, their words but the trial continued as planned. So they were trying to be like, nope, she can't stand trial because we found an expert who said she's not <laughs> We able. dug and dug and dug into infinity and then finally found somebody and now she's insane, just trust mm-hmm. us. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. So finally, Letitia Stouch's trial would begin on April 4th, 2023 and would last for five weeks. Wow. Prosecutors argued that Letitia knew exactly what she was doing when she killed Gannon And when she wrapped his body up in the blankets from his bed, put him inside that large suitcase, and then cleaned up the crime scene, she was well aware that what she did was a crime. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, it clearly knew. So much premeditation. So much opportunity for somebody to find out. I feel like if you're insane, you do it, and then it's done, and then it's there, and then you get caught. (laughs) Yes. When I think about, like, some of the most awful cases that I can think of where the people clearly had mental health issues mm-hmm. and they don't, there's no cover up. There isn't. That's what I mean. Yeah. They, yeah. they do the heinous thing and yeah. then that's it. Yeah. And sometimes the they who, come back around and they're like, holy shit, what did I do? Yeah. But they don't go to these lengths. No. Like the guy who macheted the guy on the bus in Canada. Mm-hmm. The, the woman who microwaved her baby. Like there's yes. so many I can think of. Yeah. Yes. Like it's real obvious when the person is insane and just did something because they were truly having a mental break. Yes. This is not that. No. This is somebody who's deeply selfish and 
I don't know, honestly possessed. There's just, I have to assume that she's possessed because otherwise I can't sleep at night. It's more comfortable for me to believe in demons than to believe that a human being has the capacity to do something like this to a child. Yeah. Prosecutors also said that in the weeks after, as Letitia worked hard to muddy the investigation, she was still fully aware of the crime she committed and was trying to keep authorities off her trail. They said that Letitia killed Gannon because she hated being a stepmom and she hated the innocent child she had agreed to love and cherish as her own. Mm. Not only that, she wanted to deeply hurt Gannon's father. The relationship wasn't going well, but it wasn't enough for her to simply divorce Al. She needed to hurt him in the biggest way possible. Prosecutors showed the jury Google searches Letitia conducted in the lead up to Gannon's murder. We covered some of those last episode. These included terms like, quote, I don't like my stepson. Mm-hmm. And they showed how she had researched renting a moving truck and places to live in Florida. The defense admitted that Letitia was the one who killed Gannon, but said that she had been insane at the time of the crime and would bring experts to the stand who would, ex- who would explain how Letitia suffered. Do you want to guess what they say she suffered from, Courtney? Um... IBS. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that, but what else? I mean, it just adds to the case even more, like the craziness of the case. I they said wait. she suffered from dissociative identity disorder, uh-huh. also uh-huh. known as multiple personality uh-huh. disorder. Yeah, everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's fave. Like, it's a very convenient thing to believe in. Very convenient. Very. But not and very I don't know easy. that I don't believe in it, but I think it's very convenient. Yes. But, yeah. And yeah. They, I think it is uh, considered a disorder, a thing yeah. that really happens to people. But it, and we'll talk about it here in a minute. But it's like 1% mm-hmm. of people have the disorder and it's super disruptive for their yeah. lives. Right. And so it's like 75% of the population have experienced dissociation and 1% have. Yeah. you know, have that yeah. actual disorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So prosecutors laid out the timeline of events for the jury and explained what they believed happened the day Gannon was murdered and how after stabbing the boy 18 times, beating him so badly that his skull was fractured and then shooting him in the head that she greeted his little sister off the school bus yeah. and asked her to go play outside. And they believed that it happened within no time. Like she murdered Gannon and then maybe... 20, 30 minutes later, his little sister got off the bus. Mm. And thank God that she didn't hurt that little girl. I mean, she clearly hurt her, but didn't physically hurt her or murder her. Yeah, it's shocking. It sounds almost even like she did that. She butted it up against that, too. It's just like son of Sam shit. She just tried to be as nuts as possible to set herself up for an insanity plea. Mm Mm-hmm. She then cleaned up the crime scene and hid Gannon's body before calmly calling 911 for help. They also told the jury that before deciding to dump Gannon's remains off a bridge in Florida, Letitia had tried to dispose of him the night after Gannon was killed. Location data from Letitia's car showed that she left her home on the evening of the 28th and was gone for more than two hours. The data showed she drove to Highway 105 and Perry Park Road in the southern part of Douglas County, Colorado. She then turned around and went right back home. Detectives testified that when they drove to the area, they didn't find Gannon, 
but they did find a piece of particle board lying near the road that had blood on it. Mm. They collected the board, and when the blood was tested, it came back as a match to Gannon. Police believed that Letitia had dumped Gannon's body on the side of the road and then changed her mind and put him back in the car. Why? Don't know. Detectives also testified in detail about all the different versions of events Letitia claimed happened the day that Gannon went missing. If you remember, she first claimed that Gannon failed to come home after leaving to see a friend. Mm -hmm. She then said a man named Eduardo broke into her home, raped her, and then abducted Gannon. But authorities also asked Al to record his phone conversations with Letitia to see if she would tell him what happened to Gannon. So starting on February 13th, just a little more than two weeks after Gannon disappeared, multiple calls were recorded between Al and Letitia. During these calls, she told Al that Gannon had burned himself so badly from the candle in his room that his, quote, skin bubbled. She said he then peeled the skin away and wiped the blood from his wound on the wall. So here she is trying to come up with reasons why evidence would be found. Oh, God. Uh Mm-hmm. But, and remember, like, the whole house, the whole basement was just covered in his blood. The hall, everything, Mm -hmm. everywhere. The stairs, the garage. The next day, they talked again, and this time Letitia told Al many different versions of what happened the day that Gannon went missing. She said the man who attacked her was actually still in the house when the deputies responded to her call that Gannon was missing. Despite the fact the deputies did a walk through the house, she said he was hiding and she was too afraid to tell them. She then changed her mind and said that she and Gannon had run out to Petco, which they had actually done the day he was murdered, Mm. on January 27th. And on their way home, a man had been lying in the middle of the road. And when they stopped to help him, the man jumped in Letitia's car and ordered her to bring him home. She did that. She said his name was Quincy Brown and that he had actually been the one who raped her and took Gannon. She said she knew his name because a piece of paper with his name on it fell out of his pocket during the attack. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Imagine, imagine (laughs) being Al. I would just, like, crush the phone with my hand and be like, I'm done talking to her forever. I am so sorry, (laughs) but I'm going to go so insane. I'm like... I would just scream. I would just scream as loud as I could forever. Mm Mm-mm. You know, like, it would be funny if we weren't talking about her Mm -hmm. killing his child. Like this fell would in love be, with her, and he made a choice to marry this person. Yes. And he I mean, has to live with that for the rest of his life. Oh and my I'm God. so sorry for him. Whew. Yeah. Mm-mm. She then sent Al a screenshot of Quincy Brown's photo. It turned out he was on a most wanted suspect list that was likely making the rounds of Letitia's beloved Facebook. I mean, I don't know, but that's my guess, because remember how she spent 10 hours a day on Facebook alone? I do keep a piece of paper with my name on it (laughs) especially if i'm a uh, most wanted suspect (laughs) (laughs) it's just practical just makes i mean you You never know when you're gonna need to pull it out you could be choking with a q and and they're like like, no i really need to know your name i want to call police but i really need to know your name i can't call police until i know what your full name is yes just pull a piece of paper out out of your pocket yeah it's got your name right on it Mm -hmm. yeah show up people don't know how to spell quincy q g what The next time they talked after the news broke that police were searching near Highway 105, Letitia told Al another story. This time, she said after going to Petco, they drove to the area where police were now searching so Gannon could ride his bike. 
So she's saying they went to Petco, but and then they went to where the police were currently searching. Mm-hmm. But before that, I don't know if that, that sentence yes. is a little confusing. While there, Gannon fell down and hit his head, causing him to bleed. She said this was also the place where Quincy Brown found them and then abducted Gannon. Yeah, during yet another call, Letitia said a pregnant woman wearing a fake baby bump stuffed with cash what the fuck? threatened her while she was running errands with Gannon, and then he went missing soon after. What the fuck? So she's now blaming cash baby bump lady. Oh my God. Uh... During that call, she told Al, quote, I need you to quit thinking it's someone <laughs> made up. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop, Al. Stop it. It was three raccoons stacked me. on top of each other, wearing a trench coat. Seriously. And glasses. It was a hamburglar. It was a hamburglar. He thought and Gannon was a, bur- a burger. And then he found out he was a child. He flew into a rage. Uh, he killed him four ways and then forced me to dispose of his body. Or I would be burgled next. Right? I just can't. I don't know how I, he talked to her. I don't. So during the trial, jurors also heard of, oh God, I forgot about this too. (laughs) During the trial, jurors also heard a recorded phone call between Letitia and a representative from a website company called (laughs) fakepolygraph.com. Goodbye, everyone. Good night. I'm crossing my arms over my chest. My eyes are X's. Good, goodbye, goodbye forever. <laughs> oh, my God. During the call, Letitia asked about getting her fake polygraph results that she had paid for. The representative <sighs> told her. And I like how fakepolygraph.com has, like, help. Representatives? Yeah. yeah, like you can call somebody and they'll answer a phone. The re- representative told her that the results had been blocked because the questions she wanted faked were highly illegal. I mean, I'm guessing that this is probably pretty illegal, even though polygraph tests aren't admissible in court but still like, yeah, there's nobody trying like, to get faked fake polygraph tests that isn't that just seems illegal right well what do you think you're gonna do with it i would imagine that it's some sort of like prank or something like i don't yeah, know or what scam. kind of i'm guessing person. it's just a scam yeah but yeah because yeah, you can't just like Call What's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> and then just swap out the polygraph results. No. Especially considering they're like being fed out of a machine, according to every movie I've ever seen. Yes. With a with a, with a little needle who works yes. for the police station. Yeah. What's that over there? <laughs> That's me like retracting the test and then feeding no. the new paper in. <laughs> yeah. When Lighting I like up the little she... needle. <laughs> yeah, Letitia's like, I wonder what the search result like I need a fake polygraph. And then somebody has been smart enough to be like, I know how to get money out of people. I'm going to make this website and never do anything about it. Right. Also, can anyone confirm that that's really what a polygraph it looks like? Is it a little needle jibby jabbing across yeah, the, right? pe- the paper? Is that really what it is? Or is that Hopefully. just movies? Um, probably. I don't, yeah. Who knows? You know? Who knows? Somebody knows. We don't know. So during the call, the representative told her, oh, yeah, that the results were highly illegal. So they had been blocked. Quote, the unknown male stated that her report was blocked by management based on the content of the questions and stated that with any illegal activities, they reserve the right to not send the report. Letitia then asked the representative, quote, what do you do now? Just delete it and go on about life and keep the money. 
And to that, the unknown male allegedly responded, quote, yes, we do indeed. <laughs> oh, my God. And you can take you can take us to court if you yeah, want. Yeah, go ahead and try to sue me because that'll yeah. be fun and funny. <laughs> right. Like a drink. Why, why, ma'am, did you want results of, do you have any knowledge of your stepson's murder polygraph? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that was, I, they did list the questions that she wanted answered and they were so boring. I didn't bother to put them in here, but it was like that. And, you know, did you hurt Gannon? No, that was it. But. Oh my God. Yeah. I I managed her. She had actually gotten them. Like, why? A, you could just like, if you really want to do that, just like type up fake results yourself. Who knows? And, but like marching into the police station, like slamming them down. Like, I'm innocent. (laughs) Like, what did she expect to do (laughs) with those? Yeah. Yeah. So jurors heard another recorded call in which Letitia claimed to be her 17 year old daughter, uh, who she said was a flight attendant. And during the call, she asked evidence technicians at the El Paso County Sheriff's Office to retrieve items from her impounded car, including a backpack, diamond rings, her social security card, and birth certificate. They told her, uh, no. No, no, I'm so sorry, Madam Flight Attendant. (laughs) Even though you're a flight attendant, we cannot fulfill that request for you. you, If you were a pilot, we we might be able to give you some evidence from a crime scene crime scene car where mm-hmm. you transported your son your stepson's body that you murdered so during the trial jurors also heard from various mental health experts who examined Letitia Dr. Jackie Grimmett who worked as a forensic psychologist at the Colorado Mental Health Institute took the stand to testify about her experience examining Letitia for the courts in order to decide if Letitia was fit to stand trial so this was like one of the very earliest examination she had before the her she changed her plea right she told the jury that she spent three hours and 40 minutes with Letitia and during that time Letitia quote was humming to herself she was hitting her head on the wall she seemed happier than she should have been at some point she turned around to talk to somebody else and then turned around to talk to the doctor god she told the doctor she was talking to a vampire I'm gonna (laughs) Letitia said she had been experiencing the vampires since her stay in Alaska and that she had a button in her jail cell that could summon them to her. I want to experience vampires, first of all, and I want a vampire button. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. Yes. Please, can I get yes. a vampire button and please can I experience vampires? Yeah. One of the vampires' name was Justice. Pretty good name for a vampire. Right. Mm-hmm. Dr. Grimmett said Letitia complained about having nightmares and anxiety and mentioned being bipolar. She also said she was impulsive all her life, was hyper, and would be manic for a few minutes to a few hours. Dr. Grimmett testified that Letitia told her of two experiences where she found herself in places where she hadn't planned on being and that she had various personalities that she had named Taylor, Tisha, Jasmine, and Jasper were just a few the doctor could remember but said that she didn't see any signs that Letitia was changing personalities and didn't believe she was suffering from the from DID. Mm-hmm. Dr. Grimmett explained that DID affects up to 1% of people, and that it's a very destructive behavioral disorder. It's usually very frightening to those who have it because people don't know what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. 
She added that dissociative identity disorder can be strange and that people can ho- can't hold down jobs or relationships. I bet. I bet. Yeah. It's just like all consuming. You can't you can't live yeah. a life when you don't remember what's happening. Yeah. I mean, as somebody who has a brain who occasionally takes over. Yeah. Like imagine if that was happening Mm-mm. multiple times a day and you were still yeah, like no. no. She said in her opinion, Letitia's history didn't support that diagnosis. And Dr. Grimmett said that in her opinion, Letitia was presenting symptoms that she didn't have and that she wasn't as impaired as she was portraying. Yeah. She said Letitia, which is a very nice way of saying she's a big fat liar. Yeah, absolutely. She said Letitia presented more as someone with personality dysfunction, mm-hmm. including borderline personality disorder and a narcissistic personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with mm-hmm. dear Dr. Grimmett. Yeah. Yeah. The defense had their own expert, Dr. Dorothy Lewis, who testified that Letitia was in fact insane when she killed Gannon. Dr. Lewis is most well known for her appearance in the 2020 HBO documentary, Crazy Not Insane. Mm-hmm. Have you watched that? I have, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, is, it's been a long time, but yeah, I did watch it. Yep. So the documentary follows her career and the work she's done to understand the minds of serial killers and to explore the world of those who suffer with DID. She's interviewed serial killers, including Ted Bundy, and has testified for many high-profile murder cases. I feel like I remember not being real on board with it at the end of it, too. No, yeah. No, she stretches, I would say. I remember. It hasn't been that long ago when I watched it. Um, And she really wants people to fit in boxes Mm -hmm. that she Mm -hmm. has for them. I think she does want criminals to be seen more as humans mm-hmm. and is trying to figure out like why they became the way they are, which I appreciate, yeah. but yeah. it definitely takes it a little far. So Dr. Lewis told the jury that after meeting with Letitia over the course of a few days, she concluded that Letitia did in fact suffer with dissociative identity disorder and that she was, quote, one of the most mentally complex patients she'd ever studied. I mean, I'll go ahead and agree with that because mm-hmm. to get a cat brain <laughs> in a human body... Right. <laughs> Yes. a lot and plus yeah. vampires but yeah but yeah i mean i think Letitia is multiple levels of Fucked mentally up. ill yeah. and Broken. stuff Broken. yeah but like not in a, not in a way where she should be not held accountable for her actions absolutely yes i would agree with that totally so dr lewis told the jury quote when i was interviewing her suddenly it seemed to me like she was speaking russian it looked as though as if she had switched into a different entity I do believe she thinks she was speaking some other language that would be a coping mechanism. So Dr. Lewis believed that it was one of Letitia's other personalities named Maria, who spoke with an accent and was kind of like a spy slash assassin that killed Gannon and then dumped his body. So when prosecutors cross-examined Dr. Lewis, things got heated as they made sure the jury understood how little Dr. Lewis knew about Letitia's actions before, during, and after Gannon was killed. Mm. It turned out she knew next to nothing about the crime and said multiple times that she had been unable to perform an MRI or an EEG, which would have helped her properly diagnose Letitia. Right. They also showed clips of Dr. Lewis's interview with Letitia. In one, Letitia claimed that one of her personalities named Jasmine would take over and go on trips to Dubai. Jasmine goes to Dubai. You will not be surprised to learn that these trips never really happened. 
And no, I'm not surprised. No, right. No, but the, and the thing with the people who have DID for real is that their personalities really do take over and really do take them on do trips and shit uh-huh. like that. But they don't just like make it up. Yeah, to go to Dubai in my mind, went to Dubai in my body. Right. Yeah. It was a consensus of those in the courtroom that Dr. Lewis failed to help Letitia's case even a little bit. Mm, she really good. knew nothing about the, the prosecutor was like, um, did you know that Letitia killed Gannon, hit his body, cleaned up the crime scene, called the police? She didn't know any of it. And they were like, would somebody who's suffering from multiple personalities be able to continue the string of like she knew the crime was wrong? Like, all of her personalities, just one of them. Right. She maintained this for for months, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, and Dr. Lewis was like, oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, in the eyes of most present, Letitia remained a cold, heartless liar who brutally killed her stepson. Even her half-brother, Dakota told reporters during the trial that he no longer believed her insanity defense. Mm -hmm. Quote, when everything first happened, when we found out they found the little boy's body, we found out where he was found. (laughs) He said found a lot. Yeah. At this point, I knew she did it. And yeah, I thought she might have snapped, went crazy. But now, no, no. I just feel like too much got done for her to be saying that now. Yeah. She enjoyed it. She did. Very much. I think she's still enjoying it. I think so, too. So after a five-week trial, the jury had no trouble coming up with a unanimous verdict and found Letitia Stouch guilty on all counts. Good. After the verdict was read, the judge took a brief 30-minute break before coming back to address Letitia directly and hand down her sentence, which I wish they would do more of. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just get it done. Let's get it done. Go and sentence people. Most states have very clear sentencing guidelines, mm-hmm. you know, like just mm-hmm. do it. And then mm-hmm. the family doesn't have to wait for sentencing mm-hmm. and come back for another thing. And Yeah, we talked to Daisy De La O's mother constantly when she was waiting for the sentencing that yes. got delayed like so three stressful. times or something. Yeah, it was I horrible. I can only imagine. Horrible yeah. for her and her family. Yes. Yeah. So, quote, the judge admonished Letitia Stout for claiming mental illness as the reason for her actions and said it did a disservice to those who actually suffer from mental illness. I'm yep. so glad he said that. Me too, because that's just the biggest damn problem with everything in our system yes. is the people who abuse mm-hmm. our system. Yeah. And you need the people who need the help can't get it. Yep. So Gannon's mother, Landon, read a statement saying she initially tried to connect with Letitia when she became Gannon's stepmom, saying, quote... Oh, it's going to be I know. This sucks, man. Mother to mother, I trusted her with my children. She went on to say that Letitia was not able to love anyone but herself and was incapable of caring for another human being. Quote, she had everyone fooled when all along she was the one hurting innocent children, breaking my kids and murdering my son. The judge finished up by saying, quote, the facts in this case are the most horrific I have ever seen. Agreed, sir. Agreed. Your conduct in this case deserves the maximum sentence that I can impose according to Colorado law. He then sentenced Letitia to two life terms without the possibility of parole. Good. To be served in a jail within a jail within a no-kill shelter for feral cats. (laughs) Right. 
After the trial was over, Gannon's parents said that they walked out of the courtroom to a rainbow beaming oh, across the oh sky. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Both of them saw this as an act of God and a sign from their beloved son from heaven. <laughs> Quote, it's been really hard to access Gannon throughout these past three years, and hopefully I can start doing that a little bit more now that this part is behind us, cool. Al said. We're never going to move on, but as we learn to move forward in our lives, we're never going to let him go. Mm-hmm. Gannon's mom said she wants to commemorate her son through service with the Justice for Gannon Foundation. Through the foundation, she hopes to push for legislation that puts more resources toward finding missing, missing children. She also wants to create a fund for grant opportunities for children and families that might be going through something like this. Good. I read, too, that Al asked the judge to take the Stouch last name away from Letitia, but I don't know that he could grant that request. That's a good, good request, though. Yes. And that, my <sighs> darlings is the craziest thing I've ever researched. Yeah, goodbye forever. Goodbye, I'm done. I would also like the them to remove the human um, title from <laughs> her. <laughs> oh, God, please, please, somebody help me understand. That is wild. That is just, it's just wild. I can't, I just, I, yeah. I, I've said this and I will say this until we don't do this anymore, but I just can't believe that there could be such a spectrum of human people that there's on one side, people are sad to leave their stuffed animals face down on the bed because they feel sorry for the stuffed animal. Right. And then people who can just savagely and gleefully destroy a little boy like I just yeah yeah that's yeah I was driving back here this morning and traffic stopped all of a sudden I look around and there's a family of geese and their babies crossing the street and everybody stopped but my heart was like you know like because you don't always trust especially people around here to do that but yeah. everybody did and it was calm and the I mean, there's this huge pack of geese just do 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 and yeah. they went over into tall grass and were eating the grass and i was thinking like the fear that i just felt for these these yeah. little geese being hurt and like how how yeah. it's going to make me cry again like how no I know. I've said it all the time. I can't even kill a bug. I've really, that is a true thing. I cannot even kill a bug. I will fish a freaking millipede, a disgusting, biting, mean little millipede out of the tub and take it outside and be like, good luck to you. You're probably going to get eaten by some bird or something, but that is up to nature. (laughs) Like, I can't do it. I can't. I just feel their little little bug souls, you know? Absolutely. It's crazy. It is just crazy. So, oh, my heart is with their just Gannon's family so much. I'm so yeah. sorry. This is so far beyond devastating. So far beyond betrayal. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, I, I hope that vampires exist. I hope that all these things actually exist, so that one day they can be like, oh well, hot damn, the it really was the vampires <laughs> all along. Oh, that would be a relief. 
I mean, it's like, yeah, it's really, it really is surreal that, that she's real. It's like, I, it defies all comprehension. Yeah, really She just does. is in there with a human brain and a human soul and like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, the level of narcissism. Yeah. It's involved, the narcissism. It's like, but to the most extreme, like having met narcissists before, I can't imagine yeah. that level of yeah. self-absorption and, no. oh my God, because she was tired of being a stepmom. Yeah, the narcissism is the thing. We, there's so many, we get in trouble sometimes because we understand perpetrators or we somewhat sympathize with the experiences of perpetrators because it's like, it's easy to do in a lot of cases mm -hmm. because these people were so badly abused that you understand how they eventually got so angry that they mm -hmm. did horrible things to other people. But in this case, this is just pure selfish narcissism. Anyway, boy. Yeah, that Thanks is a very good story. Very intense and horrible and um, unbelievable. It really is. Unbelievable. But yeah. yeah. Okay, BBs. <sighs> the only boundary that I have to set this week, the busiest, literally the busiest week of my entire <laughs> life. I was not this busy on my wedding week to give you a sense of how busy I am. We were able to get this episode out. But I do have to pass on shouty outies again. I'm very apologetic, apologetic about that. <laughs> no, I really am sorry. But I have 1,462 things to do. And this episode's running a little long, but I promise I'll do six next time. It'll be a <gasps> fucking blitzkrieg. Free It'll be a for all. Fuck fest. <laughs> <laughs> So you better hope your name's coming up next week because it's going to get real weird, guys. Real weird. Uh, but I yes. do have names. Sadie and I oh. only recorded the wow. first half of this one day ago. But ago, you yeah. all are so on it that I actually have quite a few names. So here we go. <laughs> That's amazing. Isn't it? I know. Yeah. It's just, God, I love it. Oh, somebody too was like, how the hell do I submit a name? Anywhere. Email us, DM us, Post Facebook, yeah. Instagram. You can tweet. Yeah. Sadie checks Twitter occasionally. Tweet us mm -hmm. if you want to. I mean to. Yeah. It's name time. Okay. Somebody was watching the disappearance of Maura Murray, and they interviewed an EMT whose name was Dick Guy. <laughs> They said, can you imagine the guy at a party? Everyone's like, hey, FYI, dick guy has arrived. Yeah. Dick guy. <laughs> okay. Yevus Yevuser. Yevus Yevuser. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for the phonetic spelling. Yevus Yevuser. Yevus Yevuser. Wow. I know. I wonder where that name originates from. Someplace that I should not go because I would never, <laughs> I could not speak. Oh, God, no. I mean, yeah. No, Yivuz, Yivuzer. It's amazing. I, it's amazing. I do want to find out where that person is from so that I can go there and learn how to say those words because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't amazing. think, I'm not even going to try because I don't think my mouth work like moves. It's real hard, trust me. Trust me. Evu, Evuzers. Evuzer. Evuz, Evuzers. No, no, see? 
I also appreciate they put V-O-O-Z in all caps. Yevoos, Yevoozer, Yevoozer, Yevoos, Yevoozer. That might actually be. Ooh. I didn't read it totally phonetically. Yevoozer. That's cool. It's awesome. Okay, so somebody said the family I nanny for has a weird neighbor who is like super old and drives a red Corvette and smokes cigarettes in front of the kids. <clears throat> but tells them not to do it and is a Vietnam vet and has lived in the basement apartment next door for at least 20 years. And when he gets drunk, he, quote, goes horizontal is what I was told. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have no idea what his government name is, but everyone calls him Bebop. And if you walk around the neighborhood very often, you'll find Bebop written in the cement. Oh, my God. Bebop, Bebop is my hero. Forever. I want to be Bebop when I grow up. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the other day about how it's always been my goal since I was very young to be a Bebop when I when I get old. And I just look forward to devolving into just a fucking wild, hilarious mess of a person. So yes. Bebop, it, that person is named Bebop for sure. <laughs> for sure. So somebody said they worked with a woman who said that she is convinced that her sister married a man just for his name. Her <laughs> sister was a nurse and she worked in a hospital ER. She married a doctor who was doctor, doctor. <laughs> and she became nurse, doctor. Oh, my God. Worth it. Worth, Worth it. it. Oh, my God. So. Apparently, there is a road that goes from the top of the UK down to the very bottom of the UK. And some okay. listener, y'all been holding out on me, but some <laughs> listener sent it through, sent a, a screen cap of it. Thank you, listener, for only being the one in the UK who gives a shit about us, apparently. <laughs> some of these might have come through before, but if you take this road, along this road, it starts at the top at Twat. Oh, my God. On the way down, cock bridge, cocker mouth, <laughs> penis stone, cock alley, sluts hole lane, finger hoe, ass hill, and shitterton. Are you kidding me? No. What? Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah. Holding um, out indeed. Yeah. Ultimate you guys should be ashamed of yourself. I, seriously. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a block on the UK from, from our servers because... <laughs> You, have you should be. A, you are a huge disappointment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I definitely know that some of these have come through. Finger ho is very familiar yeah. to me. But like um, the fact that they're all along the same road is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Somebody works in a high school with two different kids. First, a girl's named the coldest. Who was born on the, the cold the, on the coldest day of the year? Oh, I mean no. <laughs> Yep. From her mom. Yep. That's amazing. She was the coldest. That's kind of cute. Super cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super cute. The coldest. And the last but not least, cash piles. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was cash piles so bad. Uh, my, oh, my, my God. As a kid in class. His name was Cassius, and they called him Cash. God, he was so cute. Cassius is so cute. Was... Cash is so cute. The coldest is so cute. To Shitterton, <laughs> finger hoe, lange, <laughs> penis dingle, whatever it's called. <laughs> All of it. Vanderson Anderson. All of it. 
hey, let's let Courtney leave so she can make a movie of her own that she wrote and directs and designs and stuff. Um, I I keep threatening to go photobomb it in the back, just be in the background and like ruin all the shots, but. I'm so excited for you, Court. I'm so excited too. Yeah, it's a really big deal. 43 years old, finally making a horror movie. It's a short one. Yeah. But I, something you've wanted forever, your whole life. Back in awesome. Humboldt County with your eight millimeter, or whatever they call it. What are those yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is funny because I went to film school and hated it. Still kind of hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I hate it if I'm not in charge of it. I'm loving mm-hmm. every second of this, but... Film is tedious, man. If you're looking to get into film or video production, whew, it is yeah, a very hard and boring not. job. <laughs> too many details, too many yeah. follow-ups, too many calls you have to mm-hmm. make. I would not, I could not do it. I it's know horrible. myself too well. It is horrible. It is a horrible job. <laughs> I would but, just like get the idea in my head and be like, that's a really cool idea, and then stop. <laughs> that would be it. It's wild. It's wild how much work it takes. Because I yeah. even this, like, it's based on Dark Mommy, the episode from Please Leave, which is about one guy in an office by himself all night. And you're like, how hard could that be? Extremely fucking hard. Uh, I mean, there's also monsters and shit that show up, yeah. but still. Yo. It is a horrible, horrible, awful job. And then it's like the best job of in the world. And then it goes back mm-hmm. to being horrible and awful. I was going to so. say, isn't this sort of the best part coming up here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like summer camp, and it's weird, and it's wonderful, and yeah. I'm really excited. I have a bunch of dudes and ladies, well, yeah, a bunch of dudes and ladies flying in today, and I'm so excited. So yeah, thank you for being here, and I we will be right on schedule next week, so we'll That's see you then, now. and I'll tell you, I know, I'll tell you all about it. And in the meantime, you can spend more time with us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube at They Will Kill. You can go to our website, theywillkill.com, and you can always email us at theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. You can rate and review and subscribe to us. Yes, please. please. And thank you, AJ Bergans, for our music. Thank you so much. Uh, and remember... Just again from last week, say yes. Say yes. Mm-hmm. Do things you don't want to do. And if you really, really want to do something... But it's hard. Go ahead and do it. And if you need to, I'm somebody who just wouldn't do things because it was an inconvenience in some way, even the slightest way. And for this movie to happen, I had to ask for multiple things to happen. Just things that would I otherwise would never, ever, ever do. But I just knew in my soul that this is something I wanted to do and needed to do. And it's brought so much good into my life already. It's kind of unbelievable. It's like repaired relationships. It's strengthened relationships. It has just forced me to ask for things I need and believe in myself in ways I never had. And I cannot tell you how valuable it has been. So even if this movie sucks a big one, it's already worth it. So totally. Yeah. Believe in yourself, advocate for yourself and you deserve it. You sure do. Sure shit do. <laughs> sure shit do. I love you guys. Except for the UK, your band. We love you. And Letitia. You. We hate her too. Yes. We love you. We actually love you, UK, so much. So we much. We do. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> like so much. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, Bye. babies. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.